0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett, and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur already on your journey, or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this week's episode, I've got Jess Hunt. I love following her on Instagram. i followed her on Instagram for so long. You've probably seen her images all over social and Pinterest. And not only has she been an incredible influencer and content creator for so many years, but she's also created a brand, Refi Beauty. If you've opened TikTok, you have probably seen her brow sculpt. The product is amazing. I literally use it every day when I'm doing my makeup. I love the products. The new lip products have gone viral on TikTok as well. And in this episode, we talk about how she creates content and her schedule for creating content, launching her brand at Sephora, and so much more. I think you guys will find this episode so valuable. And before we get into it, be sure to subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes of Life with Mariana every single Tuesday. And be sure to leave me a rating review and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt so you guys can see what episodes are coming up next. Now let's hear from Jess. So how did you become a full-time influencer and what were you doing before?
1: So I had always been like such a huge fan of fashion. I loved like buying outfits and styling. I was like the stylist of my family. My old job, I actually used to work as an admin assistant in the NHS. So that's like our healthcare here in the UK. And I did that for around three or four years. And I honestly loved it. It was so good. But I think always like my side hustle, well, even back then, I wasn't even making money. I was just always posting my favorite outfits, like fashion that I loved. That was just what, what was my Instagram, sorry. And then my kind of like following grew from there, just from people following me for my outfits. And then, yeah, I guess that's kind of where my Instagram sort of started. Like I was just sharing things that I loved. Yeah, and over time it just sort of grew. And then brands were getting in contact with me. And that's when it just got so crazy because I was like, how am I able to get free clothes, also sometimes get paid to wear these clothes or wear like try these beauty products? It was just so exciting to me. Yeah, and then I think possibly maybe 2 or 3 years after doing instagram alongside my current job i decided to leave that and do instagram full time so i've been doing that now it must be like I don't know how many years maybe 3 year 3 4 years full time oh so yeah it was crazy it was i remember making the decision at that time like oh my god i'm giving up my proper job to go and do instagram <laughs> like i must be crazy but no it's the best thing i ever did and where do you live so do you know where? Do you know where Plymouth is? It's right down south in the UK. It's like it's near some really gorgeous beaches. It's a really Ooh, cute area. That yeah, sounds it's quite amazing. Quiet. No, it's really nice. I've always lived here, and yeah, I just love it here. And what
0: is NHS? And what did you learn from your proper job that you had before becoming an influencer that you applied to the job you currently do? Because I feel like you learn yeah. a little bit from each thing you do along the way.
1: Oh my God, so true. So the NHS here in the UK is the National Health Service. So it's like all of the health basically for our country. And my job was being a personal assistant, like doing all the admin for commissioners for mental health and children's. And that was so interesting. I was basically like their PA, just sorting their diaries, doing their meetings. But that was actually one of the main skills that I learned from that job was just being able to be super organized. I think because I had so many diaries to manage, I was able to learn the skills which now help me manage my own diary because being, you'll know this, like being your own boss and I know we spoke about this earlier, but doing like obviously your own business and the influencer side and then all the other exciting opportunities that come along also, you need to be really good at managing your diary, right? Yes. And it's so difficult. (laughs) And
0: I think, What you did is what a lot of people are aspiring to do. So there's so many people right now who have a full-time job and they're trying to create content on the side to hopefully be able to become a, maybe become a full-time influencer. And it was something I did too. So how did you manage having a job and creating content? Did you create content on the weekend? Like how did you schedule doing both?
1: Yes. So exactly that. I literally, obviously I worked my job and that was nine to five, Monday to Friday, and then on the weekends, I would literally just shoot as much content as I could. Like, I would say, maybe do like eight or nine pictures, try different outfits, go out and shoot in different places. And my mum was actually the one that started taking all of my photos. And to this day, she is still my photographer. So, I would not be able to do what I'm doing without my mum. And I guess that's just one piece of advice that like you need someone who's there to help you create content and who you're comfortable around. So, yeah, she really is one of the main reasons why I'm able to do what I love so much. Oh my much.
0: gosh, that's so cute. My mom actually, <laughs> on my recent trip to France, my mom was with me and she took all of my pictures for me because everyone's like, oh how gosh, are you taking photos? So I know. I'm like, she's it's so my mom. Good. And I feel like all you have to do is teach the other person how to take the picture. So what I usually so do true. is I put my mom in the frame and I take yes. the exact picture I want of her. And then I switch mm-hmm. swatch with her. I'm like, mom, this is exactly how I want it. And she's yes. gotten so good. And I think seeing the example of like the photo you want the person to take is helpful. So if I can train my mom and you can train
1: your mom, I feel like you can train anyone to take a good iPhone Oh my God, sure. it's so, so true. And I always use that technique, even when I'm out with my friends and if we're going out somewhere, I'm like quickly get a picture of me and I do the exact same thing. I'm like, right, you stand in and obviously we get nice pictures of them. But then I'm like, okay, just do the same thing again now. And yeah, that is such a good tip.
0: So is there something that, happened on Instagram where you grew a lot and then all of a sudden you could do it full-time
1: or it was like a um, slow growth? Yeah so initially it was quite a slow growth and like I said I was different brands were getting in touch with me and that definitely helped to get my well myself out there and my Instagram out there. I think one piece of advice I'd always give is being able to work with brands that you love and especially big brands that will definitely always get your page out there I and mean, it's a really amazing way to work even if it is just on a gifting basis but it's actually a funny story. So I doubt you will know because it was so long ago and obviously you guys aren't in the UK, but there was a picture of me and I was going on a night out with my friends and I was wearing this really gorgeous green dress. And then I took a picture to be like, yeah, like I'm going out tonight. And obviously posted my outfit on my Instagram. This was when I was still working in my previous job. And anyway, I went on, like my, all of a sudden a few weeks later, my Twitter was just like blowing up and I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I getting so many tweets that this is crazy and I looked and this girl had um taken my picture and completely photoshopped her face onto my body like when I, I need to find this picture to show you because it just looked it didn't even look like me it looked like her like it looked like her picture she photoshopped it so well she changed the color of my skin like it was just insane and anyway everybody just went crazy for this and obviously it was just so funny to everybody so Yeah, that's one thing that definitely blew me up and I did get quite a lot of following. That's so funny. Honestly, Google Jess Hunt Catfish and it will come up and it's just it looks like it looks more like her than it looks like me. It's just ridiculous.
0: Okay. I just opened a can of Olipop. I actually have one almost every single day for lunch. Orange squeeze is my favorite flavor. I love it. If you guys haven't tried it, it's like these nostalgic flavors from our childhood. And Olipop is a new kind of soda. It tastes just like the sodas that I grew up with, but unlike other sodas that are full of sugar and corn syrup and artificial ingredients, Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. Olipop is also the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America. They have these delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and their newest flavor is classic grape. I love orange squeeze. Orange squeeze is always in my fridge. I love it. Another one I really love is either the cherry vanilla or strawberry vanilla. And if you like that cola feeling, definitely try out the vintage cola. And the best part is Olipop is much, much lower in sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. There's no added sugar. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar compared to a regular Coca-Cola, which has 39 grams of sugar. My favorite is the orange squeeze and it has five grams compared to orange Fanta, which has 44 grams of sugar. So all their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, keto friendly with less than eight grams of net carbs per can. So if you guys want to try it out, receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I recommend getting their variety packs. You can try all their delicious flavors. Go to drinkolipop.com Mariana or use code Mariana at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P.com slash Mariana. Olipop can also be found at over 8,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, Wegmans. And if you're in Los Angeles, my favorite is Erwan. So we talked about planning content. I know that's something you were doing when you had your full-time job, but now you are a full-time influencer, content creator, and brand founder, which is a lot of things. So
1: how do you shoot your content now? Like, do you have planned shoot days? Yes, exactly. So every week is completely different for me like no day is the same but maybe like one or two days a week I'll just dedicate to shooting content whether that's content for my brand or whether it's content for my Instagram and I will literally style all my outfits so I have everything ready to go and if I'm shooting content outside like I'll take maybe like six outfits with me and just go and shoot as many looks as I can um, and I'm constantly like putting my hair up putting it down just to try and change up the look a little bit but yeah that's kind of what I like to do just to make sure I get as much content as I can
0: and then you're planning your outfits in here but are you also planning like inspo of like the kinds of shots that you want to get
1: yes yes I always do that and I love looking at places like Pinterest or even just people I follow on Instagram if I see a really nice like shot or angle and I'll always save that down I have like a little folder on my phone called that like, inspo and I love to save that all there but that's so true I even like choose like what kind of like location vibe I want because obviously if it's like a a really dressy look. I don't want to shoot it somewhere that's really messy or doesn't fit the vibe. So yeah, I try and plan like kind of what the vibe of the image will be also, if that makes sense. It's so funny because you look on Pinterest for
0: inspo and then I feel like your page is inspo for so many people. So you're oh, like stop. creating content. Yours that is. <laughs> I like love looking at your page all the time and I'm like, oh. I love it. So what do you shoot with? Do you shoot everything with an iPhone?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah so I actually just use my iPhone 12 Max Pro I think it is. I did used to have a camera I used to have a Canon M5 and I love the pictures on that but I just found like the pictures well when I posted on Instagram and if it was an iPhone image the engagement was always just so much higher people were so much more excited about the image and I guess it is just like that relatability factor and everybody every time I ask my followers like what do you prefer everybody says iPhone, and. Honestly, it's just so much easier shooting sometimes in the moment with an iPhone, but yeah. So There is something about me, it.
0: It's like even the exact same picture. One can be with uh, a camera and one is with an iPhone yeah. and people just like the iPhone better.
1: It's so true. But for me, I love, I love looking at the like, the like professional image. I'm like, wow, the quality, the colors. But no, everybody just loves the iPhone. They really do. So do you have any sh-
0: tips for shooting iPhone content besides what we just said about our moms and setting up the shot?
1: I actually love to shoot in natural daylight for the iPhone or even sometimes in bright sunlight. I feel like it works really well. I'll be honest, I do struggle to shoot in quite like overcast, dull light with the iPhone. So yeah, natural daylight or bright sunlight is always the best. And obviously, lighting is everything. I would definitely say shooting like early morning when the sun's quite um, low, sorry, or early evening when, the again, the sun's quite low are definitely the best ways to shoot for the best light. And I do actually love using the iPhone settings for editing my pictures. I just find them amazing for sorting out any colors, sorting out any shadowing, like brightening if needed. So I always use that before I post. I was just going to ask, do you have any other apps that you like to edit with? Yes, So I love that one. I actually used to use Snapseed a lot because it's really amazing. There's this feature on there you might know where you can like select certain areas and you can change like the brightness or the saturation. So that's really helpful if I feel like something's really distracting in my image, because then I can take the saturation out or I can make it duller if that makes sense. But yeah, I love to use that. And I also have another one, which is really amazing for, removing any bits out of the background. I think it's called retouching. Retouch. I don't know if you've seen I had like oh, a video so go good. viral
0: on TikTok. Oh stop. And I think it has like 12 million views right now. No and it way. was using the Retouch app. Like I posted this video so randomly because it's something I actually use in a lot of my pictures. So I yeah. like I was like let me just post a video really quick it literally took me like two minutes to film this video and I looked the next morning I had like a million views and then it kept no getting way. so many and now it's over 12 million I like looked in the app store it became like one of the number one like photo apps I'm like these people from this app never oh even my. reached out
1: you get commission
0: bro. I this know and I'm like I lo- it's such a great app I use it all the time it's Do like you one of those- I
1: probably saw it from that TikTok or something ridiculous because I haven't had it that long Oh my gosh, the TikTok is so it.
0: funny. It's so funny now because the video still gets like views and comments every day, and it's been up for over a year and a half. And I'm like, I can't believe this video is still like surviving on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> yes,
1: that's so funny. I'm gonna find it after
0: this. You find it. Okay, so you have been a full time influencer for a few years now. So, what is the hardest part of your job as an influencer?
1: I guess I know we touched on it briefly. I do think it is. The time management thing I don't think people always realize you probably know the struggle of how much time actually does go into creating content like for example I just said to you I will completely plan the outfit I'll plan the location I'll plan the vibe I'll even plan my pose like my hairstyle and I know that doesn't sound like a lot of hard work but when for example when you are so busy and you are trying to manage everything I'm trying to plan say some days like 10 looks and shoot them all in like one day so I do think a lot goes in behind the scenes that you don't realize and then obviously say for it's like a brand collaboration then you have to choose your images or multiple images for example edit like retouch or whatever if you need to make sure the image is perfect and then send for approval and I just think like I'm saying a lot actually does go in behind the scenes but I do love it and it's honestly
0: the best of all. It really is the best. I saw some like TikTok the other day and it was like, um, when you sign up to be an influencer, but then most of the job is computer work, and it really is. I oh feel like god. people don't realize how much time we all spend like just on the computer, whether it's like back it's and ridiculous. forth with brands or sponsored content, editing mm-hmm. content, planning yeah. things. Like the actual yeah. part of like getting dressed up and taking pictures is such a small part
1: yeah. of. What oh we my god! Do. I would say that's so true, and I've never really thought about it like that. I would say the taking pictures part is probably twenty percent of my week. Do you know what I mean? I think the actual physically taking the pictures is the smallest part compared to how much everything else is. Mm
0: -hmm. And then, uh, so that's the hardest part. What's the best or favorite part about what you do? Well,
1: honestly, it just sounds so cringy, but it literally is like my passion. Like I love creating content. I love putting looks together. I love shooting. I get so excited about creating really nice content. Like I'm just so grateful to be able to have this as my job. And I know you probably feel the same. Like we get to meet so many amazing people all the time, like, like minded people and just have amazing experiences. And it's also just amazing being able to work for yourself. And yeah, no, I think there's so many pros to this job. There are,
0: there's so many great things like what we do. It's like such a blessing to be able to do it. So for people who are trying to grow their brand and become influencers, do you have any advice for maybe tips for how to grow your following?
1: Definitely. Like I touched on before, I think it is about I remember I used to reach out to brands that they never reached out to me I'd reach out to them like I'd love to shoot for your brand I'd love to take like content for your brand and I wasn't getting paid for any of this I just wanted to do it just to be associated with that brand in particular and also just for the free clothes or whatever it would have been like I was just so excited and I think that's a really amazing way just to associate yourselves with those amazing brands and if they repost you. Especially if they have a large following, that's really gonna benefit you and get your you out there and your Instagram out there. I would also say it's all about being consistent. Um, just trying to shoot as much as content as possible. Even I say to my friends, like when you shoot an outfit picture, why not shoot like three different in three different ways, like like a cropped image of you like with a coffee or something, also like a full body of the entire outfit and maybe a selfie, and then that's three lots of content that you can post throughout however long. I just think it's a nice way just to build up your content and keep consistent because the more you're posting the more people are going to be engaged and wanting to see what's coming next from you and I guess the only other thing as well and it's so cliche but I've learned it over time as well it's just literally do you like just post whatever content that you love and say it is fashion make sure the fashion is true to you I think sometimes you can get caught up with like trying to do the coolest thing or the latest trends but honestly people will want to follow you for you and your style and the content that you create. Okay. Don't panic because
0: Mother's Day is this Sunday. So don't forget to pick up the perfect gift for your mom, grandma, yourself, or friend. But Luckily for you, Macy's has got you covered with their gift finder and amazing gifts at any price. If you guys need some inspo for shopping very last minute, check out these amazing ideas at macy's.com giftfinder gift finder. So a few weeks ago, I asked my mom, like, what does she want? And she was like, I want slippers. I want a bathrobe. I want some makeup. Well, Macy's has gifts for every budget. So whether you're looking for cozy slippers for under $25 or something more luxe, like a pair of designer sunglasses, they have it all. My mom loves her coffee and stuff in the morning and she likes to wake up and like do her whole routine at home. So if your mom is like her, you guys can spoil her with a Breville espresso maker. There's also this green pan set that I think you will love. You might even want to buy it for yourself. It's a 10 piece ceramic nonstick cookware set and it comes in this really cute pink color. There's also a ninja blender and food processor. I love my smoothies at home and an air fryer and so much more. If your mom is a beauty lover, there's so many great things to shop here as well. There's the New Face device, which I'm sure you guys have seen this on TikTok. Uh, it's available on there as well as Advanced Night Repair Serum from Estee Lauder, which is one of my mom's favorite products of all time. And they've got gifts for every mom and they mean it. They've got Godiva for the foodies, Fitbits for your gym buddy, and perfume for the beauty obsessed. So head over to macy's.com giftfinder to make this Mother's Day an especially memorable one. Plus you can order your Mother's Day gift online and pick up in store or curbside or get same day delivery powered by DoorDash, which is perfect if you are procrastinating a little bit and need a gift last minute. Happy shopping. You now have leveraged your Instagram following to launch a brand, which I love yes. your brand. So tell oh, me thank you. the story behind launching Refai, what the name means.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Rafi actually means redefining beauty. That was kind of like mine and my business partner's whole vibe when creating the brand. We wanted to go out there, redefine beauty, and just change the game a little bit. And then Refi became a play on words of that. So yeah, Refi is now my baby. I love it so much. So we decided to start the brand. Gosh, maybe like two, three years ago now. Refi is nearly a year old, which is just crazy. It's going to be a year old in November. But yeah, me and my business partner, we've known each other for such a long time. We actually met on multiple shoots she's also in the like in the industry she also has another brand which is separate to refi and one day we were actually on set on a shoot and I was modeling and she was obviously part of the shoot and I was doing my eyebrows and I'm not joking I think I was using something stupid like three brow gels two or three brushes and that was just to set my brows in place before even going in to fill them or anything like that and she was like, what are you doing? I'm so intrigued to know how you do your brows. Like, what are you doing with all these products? So I explained like the step-by-step of why I was using all these multiple products, these different elements just to my brows. And that's kind of what started up the conversation. We never knew Refile was going to be what it is now. We kind of just had the conversation of, oh my God, what would that dream brow product be that would fix all of your brow problems? And that is what is now our brow sculpt, which has just been a game changer for us, honestly. We actually drew out on my business partner, Jenna's iPhone, what this dream brow product would be and how it'd work and all the different elements. And it kind of just was like a throwaway conversation. And then a few weeks later, she actually messaged me to be like, never guess what, I've presented this idea to one of the factories that I know, and they think they could, they think they could make it basically. So that is kind of where it started. It kind of happened on accident. We knew there was like a gap in the industry for a brand like ours, which was super simple, which has created insane results. Yeah. And that's kind of how the process start, started. Then, so we had, I would say, well over 200 samples of the brow sculpt, And that is oh what took God. the longest. Honestly, <laughs> it was crazy. Like it was at one point I just said to Jenna, I was like, I don't even think we're going to do this. Like, I don't know how we're going to Like, get this product that we want. Like, it was becoming so hard, and honestly, we're just so grateful to the factory for even sticking with us and just making it happen. So, yeah, we got there in the end. And honestly, the day that that final sample arrived and it worked, we were just so so happy, and we just knew, like, God, this is gonna be good. Like, we've got something amazing here, and I just can't wait to share it with people. So, that's kind of where it all started. It kind of happened on accident, but then when we started talking about like the values and what we both believed in, obviously we're very similar and we share the same values. We were like, we just want a brand that is for absolutely everybody that creates the most insane makeup results, but that is so easy to use. It's minimal products. It's not complicated. I just thought about myself or like my mom or whoever being able to go into a store and select the color they wanted. Super easy. The product they wanted super easy. And yeah, I feel like that's what Refi is.
0: I'm trying to like remember the first time I bought the brand because I had bought it online and I've been using your brow sculpt ever since. And it's so different from other brow gels or pomades or like wax or anything I've used. So like what makes your formula so different? Because it really does feel so unique.
1: Yes, that was the hardest part for us. That was what took the 200 samples, just making sure this formula would actually work. Like it is a mix of like a Basically, we took all of the elements of my old routine, which was three products, and tried to create one formula that emulated that. So, that is what took the back and forth so much, and why it took so long that I feel like we have cracked it now. And I do still think the brow sculpt is obviously, if you people, we get a lot of feedback of people saying, Oh, it doesn't work, or this or that. And I do think because it is such a unique product, you have to use it in a certain way. So, it's just learning how to use this new brow product to create the best results for your brows. So that's probably why I'm always on my Instagram, like guys, here's the brow sculpt. Let me show you how to use it. But no, it makes me so happy just to see people using the product day to day. It's incredible.
0: I look, just look back at my emails to see when I ordered it and I ordered it on December 4th, 2020. So I ordered it basically right after you launched (laughs)
1: No, that's actually ridiculous because that's my birthday. The 4th of December is my birthday. Oh my gosh. And no, honestly, I remember when you posted on your Instagram, like I'm loving this new brand and the amount of people who sent me your story, like, oh my God, like all my followers are like, oh my God, she's wearing your brand. She's using your brand. And everyone was just so excited for me. And I was like, no way. I can't believe it. Everyone was just so, so excited oh. when you posted for the first time, honestly.
0: Well, I love it because, and even afterwards you're like, I'll send you more. And I know what it's like being an influencer who's launching a brand. Mm. And like, I love to support other influencers in the industry yeah. or who are creating products because I know how much work goes into each of these things. And I want to like support people with like my dollars. And so I was so happy. Oh. I wanted to just support you. And then I ended up loving the product and it's still That's something so I use nice. now, which is like a year later that I've been using this product. Yeah. And I love That's it so crazy. much. Crazy.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, honestly.
0: So how did your experience as an influencer help you with the branding and creative of how you wanted the brand to look and feel online?
1: I think, you know, well, you know, also like this, we love the aesthetic. We love like the whole vibe Like, we love creating a look and even down to like the refi campaign shoots, like I think photography and just like aesthetic plays such a huge part. We always just want to create that. What's the right word? not a lifestyle, but kind of like a feel for each campaign and each product launch. We want people just to be so obsessed with the Refi vibe. And I think that was actually one of my favorite things. When it came to creating Refi. honestly, if I showed you what we were originally going to launch with, so we were going to launch back in, I think it was just before the lockdown, the first lockdown here in the UK. So that would be March, 2020. And honestly, if I showed you what our packaging looked like, it had pink on it, it had blue on it, like it looked nothing like the refi that you have today, like it was just crazy, we were about to launch and then lockdown happened, we were like oh my god panic, like everybody did, we were like what are we going to do, like let's just see what happens and that lockdown time was honestly the best thing that could have ever happened in terms of refi, obviously not in life but for refi it was just so amazing because it really gave us that time to put everything on pause and just look at The brand aesthetic, just because that's such a huge part of what I do and what I love. And I was just like, this isn't right. This isn't me. This isn't what I see the brand being or what the values are. And we literally just stripped it all back and started again. And that's how we created Refire that you guys all see today.
0: It's so amazing. And I love that you launched Direct to Consumer first before going to retail. So, how did you leverage or use Instagram to launch the brand?
1: So, I actually just well, I was very fortunate to grow my following over all of this time. I actually didn't tell anybody that I was launching a brand until like two weeks before. And I just put out there like a picture of me. I remember I was sat on this chair in this like gorgeous location. And I was like, guys, I'm bringing out a brand. And that's when I tagged at Refi Beauty. So I think people knew then, oh my gosh, she's doing like a beauty brand. Like I really didn't give anything away, nothing at all. Um, I just wanted it to be like a huge surprise for everybody. And then I was posting some teasers so I guess my Instagram was kind of like the main platform that created the hype and the build-up before the launch and obviously I wouldn't be able to do any of this without my following so of course they were going to see it first and then I think on the launch day at literal 6 p.m UK time when we launched I posted a video of me using the three-stage brow collection and then just showing that transformation that these products create and that is what we launched with and then I think later that evening I kind of posted a video just me talking about what refires in the brand and what this first collection is all about and that was kind of how it first started really and I'm just so fortunate that my following well they support me so much honestly they're just incredible and they wanted to support this launch and support the brand and they are the reason why is as big as it is today Oh, I love that. And it really
0: is like when we create products, like we're making them for our communities online, like we're creating all of it for them. So when they Mm -hmm. love it, it's like you get this like sense of like happiness and like purpose, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have any of the things that we do. And so that's why, like, you know, we try to listen to our customers so much and create the products that they want, because if they're not buying it, like, what are we doing all of this for?
1: No, it's so true. And I, always, I do it pretty much well, all the time. I'm always like asking questions, like discreetly trying to get people's opinions, like discreetly trying to get some info because I want to keep it a surprise when I launch a, a collection because I love, I just love surprising people and be like, guys, this is it kind of thing. But at the same time, I want to make sure that everybody loves it. I want to get their feedback. So yeah, that's so true what you say. We want to make sure like your audience loves it as much as you do.
0: So if you guys are like me, I am planning my travel vacations for the summer. I'm already looking to the summer and like thinking about where I want to go for like the rest of the year. And if you guys are looking for some help with travel and where to go and get some great deals, definitely check out TravelZoo. TravelZoo is a source for top rated travel deals and lifestyle experiences. Their global team is searching for the best experiences for their members and negotiating the best prices. It's also really high quality. They've got deals to top bucket list destinations like the Maldives or South Africa and so many more. They really want to inspire their members to get out and travel to destinations that might not have been top of mind. And their deals are meant to motivate travelers to experience interesting and new destinations. You guys definitely want to sign up for a membership. If you go to travelzoo.com slash sign up, you can become a member. And with the membership, you get so many deals delivered straight to your inbox. Plus they have a top 20 that's released every Wednesday and the membership is completely free and simple. I'm going to share a few of them that are on the site right now that I think you might love. One is a Bali five-star Island paradise for five nights. And I love Bali. It's like one of my favorite places that I've ever gone to. Another one is a week in Athens, Mykonos and Santorini. It's included with airfare. There's also another one for Royal Caribbean cruises or Blue Lagoon and beyond. If you guys want to go to Iceland, Iceland was such a special trip that I took with my dad. And this definitely would have been helpful when I was planning it because I wasn't sure exactly where to go or what to do. There are so many great trips and activities to do on here. Ooh, there's another one. It says Last Chance Maldives 5 Star. Uh, I need to go to the Maldives. I've never been there before. So this is somewhere I definitely want to explore. So if you guys want to check it out, their membership is free and simple. Just go to TravelZoo.com slash sign up to become a member. There's so many new brands now, and a lot of them maybe aren't influencer founded brands. So they don't have an existing following or they don't have a lot Mm -hmm. of budget to launch a a brand. How do you think they can launch on social to like really stand out?
1: I just think it's all about creating that individual content again. Like I touched on being like an influencer and just creating content that's true to you. I think that's exactly what you need to do with your brand like create gorgeous content, which truly reflects your brand that shows your products in the best way because well I know we're all guilty of it I can be on Instagram I can see somebody using a product and I've bought it within seconds and I just think it's such a good idea just to showcase your products in the best way obviously using Instagram and a massive tool for me has been using stories like I said people don't always know how to use the brow sculpt or the fact that it's got hidden brushes in the lid so just using stories and video to explain my products explain my brand and get it out there has been really beneficial. And um, I would also say another big thing is just don't be shy or afraid to contact influencers you love or celebrities you love or makeup artists that you love, whoever it is. Just try and get your product into as many hands as possible if you're able to do that, because that's been something that has just helped my brand massively. Just getting real opinions from people who have bigger followings, and obviously, those people are then trustworthy. And because I, I have people that I follow, like you, for example, if you say you love something, I'm like, right, okay maybe I should try this. Do you know what I mean? So I just think it's a good idea just to get it into as many hands as you possibly can, because those opinions can be so valuable. Yeah, definitely. And then I think now,
0: you know, first you launched direct to consumer, and then you launched at Sephora in the U.S. and Selfridges. Which congratulations and that a porte, because oh, ooh, Summer Fridays so is much. at all of these places too.
1: I know, so amazing. Thank you.
0: Getting into retail is a very difficult thing to do. It's so competitive. So, how did you end up getting into Sephora U.S.?
1: Honestly, this story is crazy. It doesn't even sound real. So. We launched back in 2nd of November um, of 2020. And then I would say by early December, mid-December, we had... Right, sorry, I've gone off track. I need to tell you the backstory. So we did our first campaign in milos and that was back in August. And that was just to announce Refai as a brand and re- announce our first collection. And me and my business partner, we were just off shooting some content, just getting some nice flat lays and different things. And we've just, ever since day one, like our main goal was to get into Sephora as a retailer. Like everybody knows Sephora is just the ultimate. It's just the best shopping experience I myself. from am the biggest Sephora fan. So for us, it was a no brainer. That was our number one. Anyway, we had these com- conversations previously. And then when it was just me and her, um, when we were shooting content, she said to me, right, let's film a video of you saying like, hey guys, like you'll never guess what. We've finally done it. Refai is now available at Sephora um make sure you go and check it out. Da, da, da. So we filmed that video and that was back in August of 2020. And obviously ever since then it's just been in the forefront of our minds that we wanted it to happen so bad. Obviously we launched in November and then I would say by mid-December we actually had an email from somebody at Sephora saying hey we've bought your brand. We love it. We'd love to have a call with you to talk about like your options for retail would you be interested and honestly we were screaming like we could not believe it we could not believe that Sephora had got in touch with us they'd even bought the product they tried the product like it was just honestly so so surreal like we told my business partner's dad and he was like gals, maybe you should check that this email is even real like is it even really Sephora like nobody can believe it it was just so so crazy so that's how it initially started and then we got on a call with Sephora, I would say, towards the end of February, uh, not February, sorry, December. And that's kind of when the initial chat started. And then, yeah, we were pretty much speaking every other week up until launch, which was June, the 8th of June. yeah oh so it was awesome. Yeah. So as you know, it's like quite a long process before you can even get into store because this is like my first time doing anything like this. So to be able to launch with Sephora as your first retailer is just incredible, but I didn't realize how much actually went in behind the scenes to make like a launch like that happen. And it's just been incredible.
0: Yes. So a few things. Well, one, I feel like the power of manifesting and like visualizing and like speaking Mm -hmm. the things you want to come true, because in August you said this, out loud, like as if it was yeah. happening. And by June, the next year it did happen. And I think it's crazy. It's crazy, Like just saying those things. I think I was reading this book and it was saying your body doesn't know the difference. Like when you're manifesting of like, if something is real or not, because if you're visualizing it and saying it and and feeling it, your body experiences those feelings as if it's happening. And that's why I think, oh like,
1: gosh, to say, so like,
0: I am going to do this, or I am this, mm-hmm. or like, this is going to happen. And Lauren and I did something similar. We would walk around Sephora and we would picture what our brand would look like in store. And we would say, we could visualize it being right here on this shelf next to this brand. And I love that. And it worked. And it worked for both of us. And I'm so happy I for you. That. This is amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I think that, that goes back to incredible. like, it's the power of social because I'm sure they saw the brand on Instagram and then they bought it themselves. Mm -hmm. And then that was what convinced them to carry it in store. Because I think with being a direct to consumer brand, like Instagram is such a great tool to get your product in front of people where like, maybe they wouldn't have seen it because they lived in a different continent than you.
1: So true. And this is it. Like my following that I have in America also would have seen it from my Instagram, but obviously the shipping the USA it can be crazy so that was one thing that people were saying to me like oh I want to get it but it's just it's too expensive and as a smaller brand it's hard to be able to make those big business moves to be able to do cheap, cheaper shipping and things like that so having Sephora as a retailer is just honestly incredible and like what you said it's just so true I would never have USA following I would never have Sephora even knowing what Refai is who me and my business partner are had it not been for social media, so it really is just such an incredible tool. I would say when creating a brand or whatever it is you want to do, it really is the
0: best. And so, if people want to buy the brand, it's available now on your site, Sephora US, Selfridges, and net a mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. Amazing. Well, you guys should definitely pick it up because I love it. My favorite is the brow sculpt, and then also the what's the stuff called that you put on your cheeks? It's like the some, from the summer skin collection. Yes. So in the summer skin collection, we have the gloss highlighter.
1: Color, yes, the gloss highlight. Isn't it just oh, it's everything. It's like glass finish, guys. It's stunning. So yeah, probably yeah. a fave of mine also.
0: It's amazing. Okay, so you have so much going on, and between having your own brand, creating content for yourself, creating content for other brands, how do you get everything done in your day? Like, do you have any productivity hacks?
1: I would just say I am that girl probably I got it from my previous job when I was managing diaries I have lists on lists like I have lists for different things so for example I have to-do lists for like that day to-do lists for like that week to-do lists for refi like my own content so I kind of look at everything that I need to do and then I'll plan my day off that so for example like every morning I'll start I've got time for like a workout and then I will plan my day from there so I try and get up quite early just to fit everything in I want to be even better with my time management like I want to be that girl that's like right two till four I'm doing this or whatever I'm doing that I kind of just set myself like a realistic list for my day I try not to overwhelm it too much because that's when it just gets a bit crazy and not manageable but day to day I do try and create a little to-do lists
0: And I feel like you're really good about like, I love seeing your workouts. And I even asked you like what app do you use to work out? So like, do do you have any like morning or nighttime rituals or things that you do every day to take care of yourself in all of the things you have to
1: do in life? I think I want to get better at my nighttime ritual. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am that girl that's still scrolling on Instagram or replying to messages or emails. It's not good at nighttime. and I need to get better at my phone down I guess and just having some time to fully switch off and chill but I think I don't know whether you find it you probably are better at managing that than me but I just feel like when it's your full-time job and it's also your personal phone for example it just all gets muddled into one so yeah I definitely do need to work on that but my morning routines always I'm quite strict with that that's like my one thing that I like to do every single day so I love to get up in the morning I'll just get my workout gear on and then I'll go and do a workout and my workouts I use the Tone and Sculpt app. It's an amazing fitness influencer here in the UK. Her name's Chrissy. I use that every morning and the workouts are the only thing that's ever kept me so motivated and consistent. They're nothing too crazy. They probably take me like half an hour and yeah, they're just a really, it's like something I can definitely do every morning without fail. So I try to do that. Then I'll have my morning coffee and sit down and start my admin. And then if I do have time, I do like to go for a walk sometimes just because that, plays my head ahead of a busy day.
0: And the last question is any advice you would have for people looking to start their own brand?
1: Yeah, I guess it's a, a thing of don't ever have that mindset of, oh my gosh, there's so many brands out there. There's so many people doing that. Like, how can I stand out? How can I be different? I just truly believe that if you have a passion for something, I do think whatever your brand is, you have to Love it. Like, you have to love the product, the service, whatever it is. You have to be so passionate and just want to put in as much as you possibly need to to get it to work. Don't ever think that your brand isn't going to stand up against what else is out there. Just have complete confidence in what you're doing. And I know it sounds a bit silly to some people, but like we touched on the manifestation thing, if you truly believe that your brand can do X, Y, and Z and you have these goals in mind, I don't know about you, but I have a list of goals. Even if they sound crazy when you're writing them down or if you're whatever you're doing with them, just write them down or whatever you want to do. People do picture boards or whatever it is. Honestly, nothing is impossible. And I just think if you're motivated and you care enough, you can make it happen.
0: You really can. And I'm so happy for you. The brand is amazing. I love following you. So where can everybody follow you and follow the brand?
1: So my personal Instagram is jesshunt2. And then if you want to check out Refi, Refi's Instagram is Refi Beauty. Amazing. Thanks so much, Jess.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me. And follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.